0: You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. All
1: right, let's dive into it. Let's start it off. First and foremost, let's look back before we look forward. Uh the Giants, they lose to the 49ers 30 to 12. you know, the 49ers just so dominant, right? Uh, now here's the thing, and, and I know you're 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 you've got your finger on the pulse of this 49ers team better than most. Are you aware that Brock Purdy's target depth? is only five yards this season. I mean,
2: I, I saw that where, you know, have been looking at staff like that, and you can feel it when you're watching it, too.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, listen, give credit where credit's due. Like, huge shout-out to to Kyle, who, by the way, Kyle and John Lynch get an extension. They roarly screw up in draft, give up the world to go get Trey Lance. But thank God, Cynthia, that Mr. Irrelevant... Turned out to be relevant um, because right? it, sa- it saved their butts, did it not? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, it was. It's interesting because, like, someday,
2: like, you know, years from now, we'll read a book about like what was their original intent behind that trade. Mac Jones. I have a sneak. Yeah, I have a sneaking, sneaking suspicion it wasn't necessarily Trey. So, you know, someday we'll hear the truth, maybe. Um, but in the meantime. I think it really is a testament to the fact that, you know, they didn't hang on to it too long, which a lot of teams, they just don't. They mm-hmm. refuse to a kind of cut wrong. their losses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, so I, I say think,
1: it. you know, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I say it all the time, right? Like, you know, see the forest for the trees. Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. If you're wrong, say you're wrong. Uh, try to make it right, sure enough, they did, and they get an extension. Not only that, they beat, again, the Giants last night, 30-12. to 12, Giants only ran the ball 11 times. I, I Here's the thing, Cynthia. I think the Giants just wanted to, like, get back, right? I think they just wanted to get back to, to New York, get healthy. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If the Giants can just finish 3-3, three and three, okay, yep. I, I think they still have it and get healthy, get right, cuz this is a giants team they're better than what we've seen right like and we could sit here yes. and we can argue that the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers are two of the best three teams in the NFL who they lost to and they they beat the team that they were supposed to beat granted it was a huge comeback against Arizona right. but i think that this is a giants team that can get right can get healthy yes. and potentially make a run i don't know maybe win 9 games and and you know and pray to the the football gods they make it as a wild card agree or disagree
2: agree I don't think ahead of the season you were like you know who's winning this Niners uh Giants tilt on a Thursday night the Giants like you weren't like obviously when you see it you never feel good about it but I don't think it was like amongst the the games that we were like this one's like you know an an in the bag right like the comeback was significantly more you know if they would have lost to the Cardinals that would have been a lot more worrisome Losing to the 49ers in, in the circumstance where you're without your biggest offensive weapon and you've had weird some weird things happen. like I think that we're okay. like I, I I'm with you. like you can only play what your schedule has, but like you know like let's not overestimate like people are like, oh well, Washington's gonna finish ahead of. Washington played the Broncos. The, like the Broncos lost the rate. like it's not like you know the, these other teams are world beaters. so it's just just a little slowing of the role, please.
1: Uh, really quick before you move on to the Jets, uh, because like I said, it's probably the one game on the NFL slate that I'm probably most looking forward to, to to viewing on Sunday. And that is, so Christian McCaffrey now has scored 12 straight touchdowns in 12 straight games. Okay? Um, so he surpassed Jerry Rice last night. I wish I would have known this, even though the juice was like minus 240, a little bit too much for my blood. But nonetheless, I truly believe, and again, you know Kyle better than most, I truly believe that they're going to go for the record. And so he's going to have to win. He's going to have to score touchdowns in the next four games. Now, this week it's against Arizona. Done. It's probably going to be minus 330, minus 350 for him to score a touchdown. But then it's Dallas and some other difficult teams. But I do believe that Kyle's going to try to get this record. The record right now for 15 straight touchdowns OJ Simpson back in 1974 and John Riggins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I do believe they're going to go for it. And I, I'm going to keep an eye out to see if there's a wager that rears its ugly head as, as we get closer to that Arizona matchup where you can wager that c is going to score in the next five straight games. I'd, I'd lay it. Wouldn't I like you? that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're right. Like, I think like I love a good like Kyle Shanahan moment of like m- maybe it's a little I'm not gonna use the word petty but like you know I think he likes motivation you know and I think that's a good motivating factor right there would be you know to to let's just let's not keep O.J. Simpson up on that uh, on that leaderboard exactly <laughs> let's right move him off of it you know and- I think but I think look like you have to keep him motivated in so many ways and and that's a good one especially since he's been paid.
1: So it's against it's against the Cardinals, and then home against the Cowboys, at yeah. the Browns, and then at the Minnesota Vikings. So if he scores a touchdown in those four games, he will break the record and have the most consecutive games with a touchdown, and he will break that record in Minnesota. So just throwing it out there, keep an I eye like out it. for it. Wouldn't be surprised if there's a sports book that throws it out. All right, let, let's let's take a look at what's going on with the Jets and in uh, the Patriots. Right, this horrible cyclone, tropical storm, whatever you want to call it, um, Ad- what Adelphia or whatever I, I, I had to pronounce it on on Daily Wager. I, I can't believe I got it <laughs> correct. Um, is 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 is, uh, is, is expected to uh, wreak some havoc here uh, with the Jets, uh, the Washington Commanders, as well as the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Uh, there's that. There's the Bill Belichick against Zach Wilson element. There's the uh, you know poor performance from the offensive line. Um, you know all all the things that are that's going to be involved here. This is this is and and, and we know of course the Patriots are 0 and two. There's going to be added motivation there because we know Bill Belichick doesn't want to start 0 three because your chances of making it to the postseason are pretty much over at that point. Uh, but the Patriots are favored here, minus two and a half. The over-under is 36. It's come down. It was 37, maybe 37 and a half in, in a few places. I like the under in this matchup. Uh, your thoughts on this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is – I was reading about that thing that you were <laughs> trying to pronounce, and it sounds to me like it has all the elements that you just can't have, meaning the wind, the, like, the soaking rain where it, like, it's not just like rain it's like you know inches and inches of rain Mm -hmm. so I think just in general there's two ways to look at it. either you think okay it's smarter to run the football or you can think of it as some wonky things will happen and you'll see like that Giants and Cowboys game where you get some special teams plays that are that are impactful well here's here's how I kind of read that it's really likely that you'll see a lot of Bree Hall, and Ramondre Stevenson and Dalvin Cook and whoever else is going to keep it like very much on the ground. So I think that slows the pace of the game down. So I'm more on the, on the underside, but I will say keep in mind that wonky stuff can turn into special teams situations. And both of these teams are actually pretty good at special teams.
1: That's fair. Uh, I think I'm looking at this again, why I like the under again, weather conditions, not good. Zach Wilson, not good. Offensive line, not good. Two very good defenses and I think there's going to be very conservative play calling here, right, um, to limit yep. the turnovers. So big reason why I do like the under here. All right, uh, let's, let's look big picture. Some of the other games out there, the Battle of the O2s, uh, and that's the Chargers mm-hmm. in the Minnesota Vikings, right? So the Minnesota Vikings favored at home at minus one. I love the over in this. It's off the board right now. I want to say was it was at 51 or 52, 53 and a half, some, somewhere around there. I think Kirk Cousins has a field day against this Chargers defense.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. and yeah. I, look, I, Austin Eckler is not playing. He's been ruled out. You also saw like a litany of other important people, including Jody Bosa, who ended up on the injury report. Now, they're not ruled out, but I, I don't think it's like a veteran rest situation. I think it's that something's wrong. So, that would indicate, or at least to me, like suggest that they're not 100 percent even if they're out there, and that's a big deal because you know, look, like it feels like, especially with the trade for Cam makers, that the Vikings are like, you know, hitting the hitting the, the the button, right? Like they're like, we gotta, you know, this is our time to to figure it out, and if not, we'll have to make some other decisions. But like, let's let's see what we got here, and so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, so let's just let's just. Give them the benefit of the doubt that that Brian Flores is not going to play only zone defense, and that the fact that you know Minnesota Minnesota has seemingly the better, healthy you know entire team. So that's that's kind of where I'm leaning.
1: Cynthia Freeland joining us uh, from the NFL Network right here on 98.7 ESPN. So we've got some backup quarterbacks that are going to be strutting their their stuff this week. Anthony Richardson is out for the Colts because of a concussion. Therefore, my guy, Gardner Minshew, comes in against the Baltimore Ravens. I like the Colts getting eight. I think they keep it close. And then, of course, you've got Andy Dalton, who's going to be starting for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bryce Young is out and they're getting five and a half on the road in Seattle. What backup quarterback and spread do you trust more, Cynthia?
2: Well, I mean, look that that is a that is a tough one because I probably the Colts are interesting because they played pretty well last week. Although I think part of that was like having to change the – plan, like. Long, long, like, list of, like, contingencies there. Like, I think in general, I probably, given all of the injuries, probably tend to, the, like, with the spread in consideration, like, maybe lean Colt. It doesn't feel good. I don't love it. It doesn't feel like something that I'm, like, excited about. But Zach Moss playing is a huge difference maker, and he was incredibly productive and also very efficient. So
1: I guess maybe that. I don't know. Uh, let's uh, let's fast forward to Monday night. We have not one, but two Monday night football games. The latter is the Bengals going up against the Rams. The Bengals favored at home at two and a half. The Rams have been a surprise boy. Matthew Stafford with some pretty good new toys he's playing with. Meanwhile, Stafford, that calf, this week we're kind of waiting news to see if um, the Bengals are going to put him on IR and rest up that calf. What are you hearing about the calf? And I like the Rams to win. I might even throw some money on the money line at plus 114, Cynthia.
2: I, so here's my only problem. I liked that a lot better until I read that Nakua was on the injury report. And that was a little worrisome for me because his emergence has been a really important part of this offensive resurgence. So that was like, okay, I get it. Kyron Williams is very good. Like, we got a lot of questions about the Bengals. Their defense didn't look at like the, all of the Ravens were out last week, and they could not get pressure. It felt like. So I I, I agree with you. However, my problem is is now you gotta go to not our guy Puka's not there. Like or potentially like this one's like a very much a wait and see for me because I feel like a lot of things could change. I feel like, you know, it didn't seem like Jamar Chase. I saw some video where he in the locker room didn't. It didn't seem like he thought. That Joe Burrow was playing, but I don't know. It, it, it's a tough one because it feels like it's kind of like a must-win situation for them. So, is that what's? I, it, it's it's a tr- this is a tricky one. I don't I don't have a good answer for this one.
1: It is a tricky one again. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.70 ESPN. So of course we've got to talk some fantasy before we let you go. Uh, right. And uh, as always, we like to start, we like to start with the quarterbacks. As I said, Kirk cousins to me, I think he has a field day against the chargers. Some other quarterbacks. I like golf against Atlanta, Matthew Stafford against C- Cincinnati. Yeah. Again, hoping he has all his toys and even as think a sneaky, good play could be CJ Stroud against Jacksonville. I had Mina kinds on, uh, on daily wager with me today. She's a huge fan of Sam Howe against Buffalo. Uh, Any of these quarterbacks tickle your fancy? Or maybe there's one I didn't mention, Cynthia.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you on the Stafford. If I'm going to – and plus he's, like, largely available in many season-long leagues. That's – like, some of these other ones would be great to have. But, like, Jared Goff is actually more owned than I anticipated. I mean, I guess, you know, from last year's offense and so, Anyways, so – who can you realistically get? And that's that is a that is one you can get is Matthew Stafford. So I love his ability to handle what happens the down after he's pressured. Highest completion percentage for any quarterback over the f- last five years in that metric. So that's really important. So that's the one I'm leaning into. And I like Howell, but I don't know if I love Howell against the Bills' defense because as much as we saw some susceptibility in the past, like Sam Howell, to me still hasn't had to face enough teams where there's such good safety play. So I'm just a little even though I know it's an Andy Reid style offense that came in there, the enemy, the whole thing. I'm I don't know, because these safeties are just such a different kind of thing that you're facing and false leverages can look so much different. I just I, I'm 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 gonna wait till a different week on that
1: one. Let's talk about some running backs. Eckler's out. Jamal Williams is out. Kendry Miller expected to get the start there with the Saints. Justice Hill is out. Gus Edwards could get a good, good amount of volume. Uh, Montgomery um, is expected not to play. Jamar Gibbs. I mean, there's a lot of options here at the running back position. Who do you like? Well, I'm. You know, it's it's interesting
2: because I'm I'm going actually back to. I think James Cook actually has a bigger game than people think. Like, do I love it because he's playing the Washington defense? No, but given all of these different injuries, like it's not like you're sitting here being able to pick from like absolutely everyone. If you can still somehow get Kyron Williams, like if if somebody has forgotten about him in your league, like please go get him. Um, But, you know, I, I think if you could play a James Cook here, maybe that works well. Um, Gordy is uh, is barking at us right now I don't know what's his what's maybe, he but, uh, maybe he likes
1: James but maybe he likes James I I think he
2: has something to say he wants to tell us about a running back which one do you like Gordy <laughs> oh okay so Gordy's pick is like you can probably pick up uh, a you know a, a the Lions replacement I don't necessarily think that David Montgomery is going to play so good old Craigy, get it in the lineup that's what Gordy wanted you to know
1: there we go. What about what about wide receivers? My mom's got a big crush on Puka. I'm not going to tell her that he might not play; it might ruin her day. Um, but um, but who who are you? Eye- I'm sorry. <laughs> who are you eyeing wide receiver wise?
2: Well, don't forget about Jordan Addison. I think a lot of people, because of Justin Jefferson, especially just in fantasy, he was a lot of people's number one wide receiver off the board. And Jordan Addison's had a very good start. To his season. Gordy, he's dying over there. And uh, you could also look at Josh Reynolds' lines like Amon Ross St. Brown also has appeared on the injury report, so that could be a nice replacement in what should be one of the more higher-scoring games. I'm fading anything with to do with wide receivers in the storm area, so just be mindful if you have any of those pass catchers. Just downgrade them just a little bit or at least add a little bit of volatility to that because you you don't want to be relying on them, and then it all get kind of wonky later.
1: Last but not least, tight ends before we let you go, girl.
2: Sam Laporta, I'm going back to the Lions well, but we got to – You, you know, love him. I actually – I love him. And I also think that – look, like, you can you could possibly make the case that this is the Kyle Pitts touchdown game. I understand. It's crazy. But remember, it's indoors, helpful. And also, the fact that the Lions – and the, the Lions are – you know, an, a very susceptible defense to tight ends. Kyle Pitts doesn't get in the end zone a ton, as fantasy managers know. But this could, be the, this could be the time. On American soil, if you if you notice, he did get a touchdown like in London last year. So
1: on American soil in Michigan. You rock, my friend. Always love you. Thank you. Thank you always for having me. Sorry, Gordy. I'm going to make sure Gordy's okay. He's got a lot of fantasy notes today. It's all good. It's all good. Cindy Avrilin joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: Let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines really quick. Uh, we've got Tommy calling in from Connecticut. Tommy, I'm, I'm in Connecticut. Where, what part of Connecticut are you in?
0: I'm in uh, Northern Fairfield County, like over on the New York state line. Okay. Not not quite as far up as Bristol. Okay. But uh, what a what a wild like ten day period as far as uh, running back injuries and like waiver claims. I I don't know. I know you're in a ton of leagues, but dude, there's two guys in uh, in the league. I'm in it's a 12 team league that spent half their waiver budget to get either. Uh Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt.
1: Yeah, and, and we don't know what's gonna happen there, right, Tommy? I, I mean, you know, Kareem Hunt, keep in mind he knows this system. He's played in it before, you know, he knows this head coach, he knows this offensive game plan. Um, I like Ford a lot, but I I would not have I would not have shelled out that much money because this very well could end up once Kareem Hunt gets you know the cobwebs off and and he's he gets his feet underneath him no pun intended this very well yeah, right. could be a, this could be a timeshare right tommy yeah.
0: but but i mean there's so much risk i mean so like yep. i had i was able to keep uh saquon from last year so then i had to pivot and you know pick up burrito when he went down and then i also i had drafted and tell me what you think about this i had drafted camara even knowing that he was mm-hmm. suspended for four games so I had Jamal Williams. Then I dropped him, and I, then I picked up Kendry Miller.
1: Ditto, ditto. <laughs> you're like you're in you're in. You're, Tommy, thanks for the phone call. You're in my brain. Uh, another thing I did as soon as Saquon Barkley went down, and then there were reports out there that they really the Giants really skated, uh, skirted a real serious injury, and, and, you know, there's a number of people, Jordan Renan, Patty Trania, who are reporting that they're expecting him back for Seattle. I immediately went online, and I threw a lot of trade offers for Saquon Barkley. And I got him in three, so people agreed to trade him to me in three of my 12 leagues. So I was able to do that, which uh, I, I feel really good about. Uh, by the way, let's talk some baseball as uh, the Phillies are up on the Mets right now. 4-3, bottom of the eighth. Yankees seal the deal. They do beat the Diamondbacks 7-1. College football, we've got Wisconsin up on Purdue 27-17 right now. NC State up on Virginia 14-7. I've got a lot of college football plays for you two tonight. That are kicking off at 10.30. So stay tuned for those. Actually, my best bet tonight on Daily Wager is one of these two games. So we'll give those to you as well before the top of the 10 o'clock hour. When we got back, Ben Baby is going to join us. He covers the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's get the latest with Joe Burrow. And let's talk about the landscape of the NFL. You know, there's three kings in the NFC. Queens, however you want to phrase it. Uh, It's San Francisco, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Eagles. The AFC, to me, is pretty wide open. So we're going to dive into all that with Ben Baby. We'll take your calls, 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. It is Week in Wager here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Ben Baby joins us now. Does a phenomenal job covering his team, the Bengals, for ESPN. So Ben, thrilled to have you on with us. Thank you so much. Uh, what what is the latest with Joe Burrow? We, we we've been sitting on the edge of our, our seats all week long waiting for news. Is he going to play? Is he not? Is he going to be put on IR? What what's the latest?
3: Yeah, Anita, First off, always good being on with you, my friend. And and we looking at this Joe Burrow situation through the week. The uh, folks who have Burrow, uh, if you're a Bengals fan or a Burrow fantasy manager. Got a little bit of good news today. He was a limited participant after not practicing on Thursday. So that is the good news. The, the bad news is is that it still remains to be seen exactly how much he's doing. We spoke to Jamar Chase after practice today, and he said that Joe didn't throw too many balls. And that, you know, in watching him in warm ups today, Jake Browning was still taking the first team quarterback reps. So we'll see what happens. I think we all got to. Uh, probably the most interesting thing at practice was that team, uh, team president Mike Brown, who's uh, been owning oh, his family has owned and founded the franchise. You know, Mike is in a golf cart and watches every practice. Well, he drove over to Joe, and during stretches they hopped in his cart, they did a little lap and had a conversation, and then he dropped Joe back off. Who knows what was said during that conversation? We'll try to figure that out tomorrow when we talk to Zach Taylor, but. As of right now, even though we've seen some progress, I would imagine that Burrow will be a uh, uh, questionable. We'll see if he ends up being a game time decision. But as of now, I think that would be safe until we see him go full. I think well, I would I would probably hedge my bets on him starting on, on Monday Night Football.
1: You know, we we heard you know Jamar Chase. Uh... Didn't sound optimistic, and and even before this week, right? Like when when Joe first hurt his calf, you know, Jamar Chase was like, let's let's not rush him back. Like even if he doesn't, let's like even if he doesn't start the first four weeks of the season, that might even be better because we want to make sure that when he does come back, he's as close to hundred percent as possible. Ben, do do you feel? I mean, everything's easier in hindsight now, right? And we're seeing what's going on him on the sideline there with a the Theragun. You know, so so obviously do, do you think that Joe was, was rushed back too soon or, or do you feel that this was maybe him saying, no, I want to play, I want to suit up, I want to play? It's hard to say. I,
3: I think it's probably a mix of both. I think when you look at how they rested him, and, you know, it was very clear if they had a timeline on when they wanted to bring him back. They said that he felt good. I mean, leading up to the regular season opener, Everybody said that he felt that he looked like he was good enough to go. There weren't any reservations. It was a he did everything that he needed to do at practice. Uh, the first two weeks of the season was not limited on any practice report, and then for him to tweak it the way he did definitely uh, caused some concern. I asked uh, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor in hindsight. They would have rather done anything a little bit differently. He said no, but when you talk to the receivers and Jamar, Jamar, you know, had doubled, tripled, quadrupled down, saying that he wishes that you know Burrow wouldn't have come back if he wasn't 100% healthy. He said he didn't, he doubts that he was 100% healthy to start of the year. Burrow's kind of admitted as much, saying that the calf felt good enough after their Week One loss to Cleveland. We all know how much that they ran shotgun. We've been 70, 97%. According to uh, our ESPN stats and information, the highest percentage of any team in the league. So when you ask people in that locker room, especially as receivers, it's, uh, everybody's been unanimous. They want Joe back, but only if he's got 100%. that they know Joe is Joe. And if he has his troubles, he's going to play.
1: Cincinnati still favored by two and a half uh, at home against the Rams. On Monday night, we got a double header Um, So make sure you tune into that on ESPN slash ABC. Um, You know, the Rams to me has been one of the biggest surprises. I was not expecting the Rams to be this good, right? Defensively and then offensively without Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford has a new uh, set of toys that he's playing with. Um, You know, if, if Browning has to come in and play, you know, and based on what you've seen from Browning, How confident are you that, A, he can win this or at least keep it close?
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Bengals quarterback Mike Hilton. He was on the other side of the field in 2020 when a backup quarterback by the name of Ryan Finley unexpectedly led the Bengals to a victory on Monday Night Football. And that Steelers team was a little bit better than the Rams team that they'll be facing. That being said, though, I think when you look at this matchup, like you said, the Rams aren't playing well. they I think Matthew Stafford's done a good job, Sean, has been able to work around the cup injury. And they still have Aaron Donald on that side of the ball as well. And I think for me, that gives me the biggest pause about having Joe Burrow back there because Donald is a guy who has – remember what he did in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, actually looked it up. The Bengals, uh, the the Rams uh, rushed the passer against the Bengals better than any other team in the NFL uh, that Cincinnati has faced over the last few seasons. So I, I think that there is a, a reason if you want to say, hey, let's be uh, cautious for bringing Joe back, that you would put Jake Browning in. Uh, he looks, I'll be honest, he looks okay in camp. I think that saw some bright spots from him, but that battle for the start, for the, the backup job went down to the very last preseason game. Uh, you know, Jake, I think he's very mobile. He—he's That is the one thing he does well. They're going to ask him to manage the offense, not commit any turnovers. And I, if, I, if I'm a fantasy player, you know, I feel really good about starting Joe Mixon. Joe has actually had a very strong start to the year. I think he's done a good job of getting yards after contact, uh, missing tackles, you know, really doing being efficient in the run game. And he's gotten a lot of targets as well. One would have to imagine that would only increase if Joe Burrow was not going to play.
1: Ben Baby joining us here on 98.7 ESPN covers the Cincinnati Bengals for ESPN. Before we let you go, let's look big picture here in the AFC, okay? Uh, Buffalo Bills, you know, obviously not starting as strong as as we think they might. The Miami Dolphins looks like they're not going to have Waddle this week against Denver. Denver actually scares me on the road. They typically play better on the road. Sean Payton plays better on the road than they do at home. Uh, Obviously, the Ravens, um, you know, out of the AFC North. Pittsburgh isn't what I thought they were. Cleveland loses Nick Chubb. Cincinnati, of course, Burroughs going through this. The AFC South, I think Jacksonville's going to win, but you never know what's going to happen there. Kansas City hasn't looked that great. I mean, it's just – it's pretty wide open, I think. Uh, A different landscape than what we were anticipating coming in, right? So, who like, if if I was to say, all right, who do you think – and I know short sample size, right? Small sample size here, Ben. I get it. But if I was, who would you bank that you think is going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year? Even after two weeks, who would it be right now?
3: Listen, I think anybody would be foolish to bet against Patrick Mahomes at this point. I mean, you look at what he's been able to do. I think people did not give him enough credit for how good that offense was last year. In spite, I mean, you go back; they they get rid of Tyreek Hill give him another assortment of receivers, good, but not really top tier receivers. And he goes out has one of the best seasons in NFL history now. You know, I think the big question is going to be, can they be a little bit better than they've been? You know, I think we're starting to see, you know, as as Washington continues to look good under former Kansas City offensive coordinator Eric enemy, I think you're going to see, you know, we'll get a as the sample size gets larger, like you referenced, we'll get a sense of how much different they look. So I like Kansas City. I like this Baltimore Uh, marriage right now between Todd Monken and Lamar Jackson. You know, seeing Lamar firsthand last week against Cincinnati, I thought he played masterfully well. I think they've done a really good job of opening up the offense and still catering it to things that he does well. I thought Lamar had great control. And I've been a big believer, I'll tell you what, in Jacksonville. I like Trevor Lawrence. You go watch, you throw the film on, you look at the receivers. Calvin Ridley's been playing really well there. I think, you know, if they can get that offense right, under our coordinator Press Taylor, who's the brother of Bengals head coach Zach Taylor, that could be a, a really interesting team as the season unfolds. And then we'll see what happens with Cincinnati. So, like you said, a lot of good teams in the AFC. This is a really deep conference. But right now, if you had to, if you gave me betting odds, I'm going to go ahead and give me what uh, give me
1: what Kansas City has on the books. <laughs> you got it, Ben. Baby, always great to hear your voice, my friend. Have a fantastic week and enjoy the Monday night game. Thank you so much, Anita. You got it. Ben Baby joining us again. Just shrug your shoulders in regard to Joe Burrow. Limited at practice today. And all week, just waiting to hear whether or not he was going to be placed on IR. I, I just making the great point as well. Talking to Ben with Aaron, uh, you know, coming at you. Uh, one of the most frightening men in in football. Uh, it's It's going to be some tough sledding for them on Monday night. There's no denying that. Really quick note. That I want to mention here, the Patriots took quarterback Greer, Will Greer, off the Cincinnati Bengals practice squad, so they had to go out and they had to sign some other guy today. Now, <laughs> I, I think they did that for twofolds. Number one, to really, you know, put Cincinnati in a crunch because now it's Browning and whomever else. Again, this this other guy who they brought in who's, who's on the practice squad, just in case Joe does go on IR. So it kind of puts them in a pickle. But also, Will Greer played for the Dallas Cowboys all last year and the start of this year until Dallas traded for Trey Lance. When Dallas traded for Trey Lance, they cut Will Greer and that's when Cincinnati picked him up. Guess who the Patriots play after this week? The Dallas Cowboys. It is it is Bill Belichick doing Bill Belichickian things, right? I mean, <laughs> dirty dog. All right. Uh, we come back. We'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Uh, I've got two college plays for you that kick off tonight at 1030. Always love when you head into even if you win these, then you're going to head into Saturday playing with house money. You win those, then you're going to head into Sunday playing with house money, which is always a good thing. Uh, we get back, i will have some college football plays for you. Also, we're going to hear from Mike Reese at the top of the hour. He covers the Patriots. I thought it'd be great to get him on uh, to do a deep dive into that Patriots Jets matchup. That I'm anticipating. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see um, bad weather and all. Right here on 98.7 ESPN.